Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? Bob here. Welcome back to the show. Man, I've been looking for an excuse or a reason to say that all week long. Yes, Shannon and I, we finally caved in. We watched The Tiger King on Netflix. If you haven't seen it yet, you're probably like, dude, what are you talking about? But yes, we did binge watch it. Quarantine has come to that. I just had to see what all the hype was about it. But I'll say this, it sure as heck was entertaining. Hard to believe that all that is true. But anyway... Today is a very serious episode. Unfortunately, last week, at the time of me recording this, on Friday, April 24th, the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, sent warning letters to 10 major network marketing companies because there are violations around the FTC Act which was passed in large part to help regulate our profession. And I'll read exactly what the title of the press release was on Friday on the FTC website. The FTC sends warning letters to multi-level marketers regarding health and earnings claims they or their participants are making related to the coronavirus. And listen, these are not small fly-by-night companies. These are household name, billion-dollar companies that most of you are probably aware of. A lot of you are probably in these companies, companies like doTERRA, Rodan and Fields, and Arbonne. And look, this is a serious issue. This is a serious issue. And I kind of was like shaking my head as I was reading this because like I saw this happening, man. I saw this coming. I mean, if you're a new listener to the podcast, welcome. But if you've been listening, look, I've been talking about this for the last like two months about how disappointed I've been in, in our profession as a whole in terms of the way that network marketers are showing up on social media using the coronavirus as a an excuse to promote and sell. And, and I'm just like, man, this is not headed in the right direction. And, and I was very vocal saying, look, we're failing right now as a profession. And, and I didn't even really consider the additional issues around legality and what you can and can't say on social media. And so the FTC stepped in and this is unprecedented. Nothing like this has ever happened before for our profession. And I know that there are probably a lot of you out there uh, that are hearing about this for the first time. So I'm going to walk you through and we're going to spend the whole episode digging into these warning letters and what this means for you and your business. But I know I wanted to record this episode because I, pr- I know that there's a lot of you out there that probably are in those companies or you've heard about this news. And maybe you're feeling a little afraid because you're not sure what this means for the future of your business. So I want to be able to put you at ease and I want us to have a, a discussion around what's happening. But most importantly, I wanted to create this episode so that you can make sure that you're doing your part to be a part of the solution to all of this and not the problem. And I do want to give you a heads up as well. I filmed a very, very intensive YouTube video just yesterday 
where I go, you know, basically what I'm going to be sharing with you here, I, I film in a YouTube video, but in the YouTube video, I actually show you all of the excerpts from the warning letters. I walk you through the language in the, um, in the FTC notice. So it's like a whole extra level of just like in-depth analysis. So I'm sharing that with you because I want to make sure every single one of you at the end of this episode, I want you to go check out that YouTube video. And I want you to share that YouTube video with every single person that's in your downline. We'll, we'll put a link in the show notes so that it's easy for you to find. But hey, look, if you're not following me on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. I'm like really focusing heavily on YouTube this year. We're creating brand new original content every single week there. So make sure we're connected there. But I really, really want to issue a challenge. Like we need to spread this message to every single person in this profession because this is, like I said, this is a really, really serious thing that's happening right now. So, okay, before I get into the details, I do want to acknowledge our review of the week. And I want to just give a lot of love and gratitude to all of you because we are now officially over 900 five-star reviews for the podcast in iTunes. And we are creeping ever close to that 1,000 mark. So thank you so much to all of you that have taken the time to do that. And if you haven't yet, if you would feel so inclined to just take a minute or two to leave a review inside of iTunes or wherever you listen, I would be much appreciative of that. But the review of the week this week comes from, um, and I'm just going to kind of, Alachica T. It's A-L-L-A-C-H-K-A dot T. They go on to say, I've learned more from Bob than any other expert on similar topics. He teaches in a simple way yet challenges you to take action. I did my first video as a result of his training on how he overcame his own fears. Thank you for continuing to help me step out of my comfort zone. Amazing. I love to hear about people that are taking action and seeing results. So thank you so much for that. And thanks to everybody else that has left a review. All right, so let's get back to the issue at hand here. So as I mentioned on Friday, the FTC posted a on their website a press release saying that they had sent these warning letters to 10 different network marketing companies. Here's some of the language and the verbiage that were in the letters. And once again, this is, an, this is some of the stuff I'm actually going to show you from the letter in the YouTube video. But it says specifically that they're asking these 10 companies to remove and address claims that they or their participants are making about their product's ability to treat or prevent coronavirus disease or about the earnings people who have recently lost income can make, or both. Here's the craziest part about this. Like when I saw this, I was like, oh my God, because in the press release, you can literally click on the company's names and you can see the actual letter that was sent to them. And here's what was so crazy. They literally have the social media posts from the distributors in the warning letters. And as I was reading through these things, I'm just shaking my head and I'm just laughing to myself because I'm like, network marketers never disappoint me when it comes to what they post on social media. And so let me share with you some of the highlights that I saw in these letters. There were little gems like this. Got the coronavirus heebie-jeebies? Boost your immunity with this amazing deal. Or how about this one? This one's even better. 
I was going to ask who wants to earn $500 from their phone, but screw that. Who wants to learn how to make a $15,000 bonus? Hashtag go big. Hashtag and stay home. And as I'm reading this, I'm shaking my head and I'm just like, come on, people, seriously. Like, is this really what it's come to for us as a profession? This is what we feel as though is like an effective social media strategy. Like, what good quality prospect in the world is going to read something like that and say, yeah, okay, $15,000 working from my phone sounds realistic, sounds real. I mean, it's like you just got to shake your head, but it went on and on and on. There are dozens of examples of posts, but I thought, here's what I thought was so, was so telling. What kinds of posts the FTC flagged? Because look, obviously I'm having a little fun with you here. Not all of them were as ridiculous as this. I'm going to share with you a couple of other posts that they flagged a little bit later in this episode that you're going to kind of scratch your head and be like, "Uh, I've kind of did that before. I'm kind of doing that now. And I just think it's really interesting to see what they consider a violation of their rules. Now, look, there's this whole kind of overarching topic to this discussion that is this government overreach? Like, do they really have the means to be doing this? And, and, and I'm not here to make an argument one way or the other. Now, I'm of the personal opinion that it is government overstepping their boundaries and overreaching. And look, the FTC, they have a history of kind of being out for our profession, right? But I'm not here to argue whether it's right or wrong. I'm just telling you what's happening. And it's very important as a business owner in this profession for you to be educated on this. Because here's what I can almost guarantee you. The biggest threat right now to your network marketing business and our entire profession is not the coronavirus. It's not record unemployment numbers that we're seeing today or any pending recession or depression, depending on who you ask. The biggest threat to your business and our profession is what the people in your downline are posting right now on social media. And if we don't start coming together as a profession, as leaders, and start policing ourselves and holding people accountable for what they say on social media, we're in big trouble. This is unprecedented. We've never seen anything like this happen before. So this episode is going to be dedicated to helping you navigate this. And once again, I want to make sure that you are a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. So let's dig into these letters because here's what I can almost promise you. This is most likely happening in your downline right now. And you probably see it every day. You see people in your downline posting stuff like this. You see people in your company posting stuff like this. You see other people that you're friends with in this profession posting stuff like what I'm going to share with you. And you have a responsibility to start being a part of the change here, to be a part of that solution. So when we dig into the letters, here's some of the things that we start to see. So, and, and I just want to be clear on one thing before I get into the details, all right, of, of the press release. This is in no way an indictment of the actual companies that were named because they haven't really done anything wrong necessarily. These letters are a result of the actions that their distributors have taken on social media. And, and listen, let's be fair. They probably, the FTC probably could have sent 
these letters to almost every network marketing company in existence based off of what I'm seeing. Because look, we are just straight up failing as a profession right now. Like what I see people doing and posting in my newsfeed, I don't know if yours is any different. I'm guessing it's not. Like almost every company could be guilty of this. But these were the companies that were named in the actual letter. So they were doTERRA, Prove It, Total Life Changes, Trinant, Modere, Arbonne, ID Life, It Works, Rodan and Fields, and Zervita. Now, these companies were cited either for both health and earnings claims. Some of them, it was just earnings claims, and one of the companies, Zervita, it was just health-related claims. But here's what the FTC press release says about this that it is unlawful under the FTC Act to advertise a product that can prevent, treat, or cure human disease unless you possess competent and reliable scientific evidence, including, when appropriate, human clinical studies. So that leads me to the first topic I want to talk about here, which are health-related claims, because this is a very dangerous thing for most product-based network marketing companies, especially those of you. And I know a lot of you that listen to this show are in companies that have products related to improving people's health. And so many people toe the line in this area when they're sharing, whether it's their own personal stories or the stories of their customers that have undergone transformations through things like before and afters and just their personal experience. And when this is done on social media, it becomes a potential really big issue for companies, right? And here are some of the things that some of the common mistakes that people make is they share how their products have helped them eliminate symptoms and even some cases cure illnesses or diseases that they've had. And look, I realize, here's where this becomes kind of frustrating for us. And you might be listening to this and you might be one of those people where your personal health is, was completely transformed. You were in part cured of diseases or you had these major health effects in a positive way. And it becomes frustrating because then you're thinking like, well, I can't even share my story with people. That's all I'm looking to do. But what I want you to understand is this. The minute you post that on social media without some sort of disclaimer, right, or unless you can produce some sort of scientific-backed proof, according to the FTC, this is a violation of their rules and regulations. And this is a gray area, quite frankly, right? Because when we start to take a look at the things that we say, we really have to start going through with a fine-tooth comb. So what I want you to start thinking of is this. What are you doing when it comes to posting health-related claims? What are you teaching to your team? What are the things that you see happening? Because this is a major source of these warning letters are people that in some way, shape, or form are alluding, even if it's like in an indirect way, that they have a product that can help people treat the coronavirus. And this was the stuff that I started seeing. I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, what are you doing, people? Here are some of the things that are in the letters. Like these are actual posts. You can't even make this stuff up, right? Here's one example. With all the concerns over the COVID-9, doesn't even get it right, right? Um, coronavirus, instead of stockpiling toilet paper, you need to do something to help you fight the virus, boost your immune system with our immunity 
boosting pack. This is me shaking my head right now. You can't see me. Here's another one. Boost up your immune system in all caps with four exclamation marks. Obviously, this person is very excited to share. Don't get caught out there and hashtag Corona grab a hold of you. I just added that little accent on the end because that's what I, that's how I imagine that person saying that in their mind for some reason, just by the nature of the post. But then there was a picture of their four bottles of their product. And guys, this is not good. Like you can't be doing this. It's a, Look, here's the problem is that we're in a profession that we're independent business owners. And even though there are company policies and procedures that are in place that are specifically trying to prevent this, like you can do and say whatever you want. That's what most people do. But the reality is you can't. There are repercussions to doing this. And what we're seeing is a result of these actions, right? This is a major reason why the FTC has sent out these letters. The second thing is this, income claims. And let's talk about income claims. And this is another really tricky area for network marketers because so many people operate under this false assumption that the only way they can get someone to join their business is that if they're constantly reminding them about, hey, here's how successful I am, here's how much money I make, or saying, hey, here's how much money you can make, right? And they're constantly doing this, feeling like this is like a good strategy, like this actually makes people wanna join you. Here's what the FTC has to say about income claims. Once again, this is, I have all this in the YouTube video. Express and implied earnings claims must be truthful and non-misleading to avoid being deceptive, which means claims about the potential to achieve a wealthy lifestyle, career level income, or significant income are false or misleading if business opportunity participants generally do not achieve such results. So here's what we need to understand from that statement. Basically, any mention whatsoever of you or someone else making money in your business, specifically in a social media post, it must be accompanied by some sort of income disclosure statement. Right. There must be something, you know, every almost every single network marketing company publishes these where they say, here are the average amount of earnings at different positions. Here's how many people make money in the company. Like they publish these for a reason because it's the FTC guideline, but very few people ever use them. And the FTC has extremely stringent guidelines when it comes to not only health, but earnings claims as well. And here's what I want to tell you, like, just use common sense right? You can't do things like posting a picture of your check on social media or your bank statements or telling people you're going to be a millionaire or telling people that you just made $10,000 or that they can earn a $20,000 bonus. I'm not making this stuff up. This is what was in the warning letters. These are what people were actually saying. And what I want you to realize is this, any kind of post where you specifically mention a dollar amount income-wise, whether it's express or implied, which I'll go into that in a second, is a violation according to the FTC. Unless it's accompanied by something, you know, results not typical, here's an income disclosure statement, like that's, like, think about it. You guys, you know, when you see your company videos, they always have the earnings disclosure, the, the disclaimer at the bottom, right? Results not typical. Like that by law is what is required. Even if, you're just saying, hey, you want to make a couple extra hundred dollars a month. It doesn't matter. 
But here's where it gets even trickier. It also refers to implied earnings claims. This means you don't even have to mention a specific dollar amount. Here's an example that was included in one of the letters that I thought was really interesting. So this was one of the posts. We all need something to fall back on when our plan A crumbles. For many people right now, the plan A is no longer providing. Given that we are all at home trying to manage this new normal, let's chat and get all your questions answered and start getting that plan B up and running, bringing in that extra income. Now, you may hear that and you may think, well, shoot, like, is, that's, is that really that bad? Uh, look, I'm not here to argue that. I'm just telling you this was included in one of the FTC letters. This is an implied earnings claim. So here's what I want you to start thinking about. How often are you doing these kinds of things? And what I want you to realize is if you are doing these things right now, you are not only putting your business at risk, you are putting potentially thousands of other people in your company's businesses and livelihoods at risk, many of which those people are not doing this. And they're following the guidelines and they're doing things the right way but you're still jeopardizing their businesses. Look, if we want to uplift this profession in the eyes of others and we want to protect the long-term viability of what we do, we have to start being better. And here's what I think is the worst part about all of this. These kinds of posts don't even work. Look, people don't see that kind of stuff and rush to you with their credit card wanting to join or buy, right? Like, I want you to really think about it. For every time you've ever posted something like that, how many times did it actually result in a sign-up or a recruit? And if it did, was it really a good quality person? I bet for most of you, 95% of the time, it results in nothing. Maybe that one time it did, that person probably wasn't a great recruit anyway. So here's the question, what do you think about? Why even do it? Why do you feel the need to do this? It doesn't work and it's actually illegal to do according to the FTC. Right? It's like, does it really make you feel that much better about yourself letting every single person know every month it's payday again? Thank God for residual income, right? Do you, you, do you, does that really make you feel that much better that you got to keep throwing that in people's faces? Maybe, maybe you need to ask yourself, why do you feel the need to do that? Look, I'm telling you, you don't need to do this stuff to get people to join your business. It's not what makes you an attractive sponsor. It's not what makes people want to buy your products. And look, I'm sure there are a lot of you that are listening to this right now that may be in one of these companies, right? And maybe you're wondering, what's this mean for me, Bob? Like what these letters were sent out, I'm feeling a little scared, I'm uncertain. Well, let's dig into that a little bit. I wanna ease your, ease your fears a little bit. And I just wanna talk through like what, how this process is gonna most likely play out. The first thing I want you to understand though is this. These companies can and will be held liable for these issues if they go unaddressed. Right? So here's what the FTC press release says. It's reminding these companies that they are responsible for what their representatives do and say, and that they must immediately make sure that this stops happening, right? So here's what I know. Almost every single company in their distributor or rep agreement has specific language prohibiting these types of things. So let's interpret that another way. That means if you're doing it, you are at risk of losing your business potentially. Right, Because your company, technically, if they go to your Facebook profile and they see all these kinds of posts, right, what do you think they're going to do? If it comes down to, and I'm not saying it's at this point for these companies, but I'm just using this as a hypothetical. Like, If it came down to that and you continue to violate and do this, 
and your company was at risk of, of, of not being a company anymore versus looking at a distributor like you and saying, well, you're part of the reason why this is happening. Well, we're just going to terminate you. And we'll show that that was the grounds, that was the recourse that we took to try to mitigate this. Like, of course, like, look, do you realize there are people that already have lost their businesses? Like I, since I've been talking about this, we had a couple of our community members that were like, yeah, one of, I know a leader in our company that lost their business because they were doing this after they got warned and they repeated to do it. Like it's means for termination. So that means you lose your check. And listen, at the end of the day, your company can't control what you do because it's your business and it's free country and you can do and say whatever you want on social media, but here's what they can control, whether or not they send you their, your check next month. So that's what I want you to think about. And here's what I can almost guarantee you. Most of these companies have already been taking the measures. I know these companies, they're great companies. They're, there's great people in these companies. They already are trying to enforce it, right? Most of them are already being proactive. But the problem is, is people still aren't listening for some reason. So let's get back to what I really think is the most important message around this. Like, why am I creating this episode? Why am I addressing this issue? Well, here's why. I want to educate you. I want to educate you on what is happening in your business, in your profession, so that you can be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. I want you to realize that social media is the best thing that's ever happened to this profession, by far. Not There's never been anything that's ever been close. It has completely revolutionized the way we do business. But it is also the biggest threat that our profession has ever faced. And that means it is the biggest threat that your business has ever seen. And if you have people in your downline doing this consistently in your company and you see it happening, you have a responsibility to help change things. So what can we do? What can we do? What each, if every single one of us just did our part, I believe we could start to change things in the direction that we need to. We could start to mitigate some of the risk that we're exposed to as a profession because of social media. There are three things I'm gonna ask you to do. And I'm gonna, this is a call and a challenge to all of you to stand up and step up. Look, as a part of this community, this idea of legacy leadership, like we're trying to lead this profession in a different direction, right? Teach people a better way to do things. So here's my challenge to you is you got to step up. Here's number one, you got to lead by example. Look, I did an episode just a couple of episodes ago on, on this philosophy that we teach called Love, Serve, Grow. Now, if you haven't had a chance to hear that yet, make sure you go back and listen to it. We'll link it in the show notes. But that's what I think is the right way for you to be showing up on social media. And it's pretty simple, really. All it means is this. If you don't do these things, if you don't feel the need to make these income claims and exaggerate your opportunity, thinking that's going to be what gets people to join, if you're very careful and you're not making health-related claims, right, and you're following your company's guidelines, right? Like one of the questions I get is, Bob, what about before and afters? Well, it's not that you can't do before and afters, but you got to make sure you understand what your company's guidelines are because most companies have very specific rules for doing them. So I'm not saying you can't do those things. I'm just saying you have to be careful in the way that you execute them. So number one is you got to be leading by example. And when it comes to posting, Love, Serve, Grow teaches us lead with love and service instead of selling and recruiting. Here's the funny thing. The less you actually try to sell and recruit on your posts, and the more you just focus on adding value and helping others, the more you actually sell and recruit. And I'll tell you what, Love, Serve, Grow is a strategy that will never get you in trouble with the FTC, 
ever. It'll never get your Facebook profile shut down. It'll never make you lose your you know, organic reach. It is a strategy that will win in every single business, every company at any point in time. The second thing I want you to do after you lead by example is you got to teach these strategies to your team. You got to make sure you are training your teams the right way to be posting on social media. Because here's the sad thing. A lot of these people that are making mistakes, I bet you it's not even really their fault because it's what their upline taught them. They were just modeled the wrong behavior. They're good intention people. Many of you that have been doing this, you're good intention people. You just don't know any better. Well, this is where our job as leaders come in to educate. And I'll tell you, you have a responsibility as a leader to make sure your team is doing the right thing, right? Learn what your company's guidelines are and make sure that you're teaching them. This is like one of the most important things you can be teaching people is what is the do's and the don'ts of posting on social media. And the third thing that I want you to do is this. I want you to start holding people accountable. If you see someone in your downline, in your company, or even that you're friends with on social media doing this stuff, you need to reach out to them. Now, assume that they just don't know any better, like most people, but we can't afford to keep turning a blind eye to this stuff any longer, right? This stuff is killing our profession. It is putting us at jeopardy. The FTC has this profession in its crosshairs. And those of us that represent what's good and right about this profession, we've got to come together and we've got to take a stand, right? This is my challenge to all of you. You need to be proactive and vigilant about policing this. And if we can just do those three things, if we can lead by example, if we can teach and train our teams, and then if we can hold people accountable and responsible when we see this happening, I'm telling you, if, each, if every one of you did just that, that would be enough over time. I truly believe that we could tip the scales in our favor. And so, look, I hope you got some value out of this episode today. And if you're a new listener, I'd love to hear from you, okay? Or if you have a strong opinion on this matter, I wanna hear from you. Do me a favor, reach out to me on social media. If you're on Instagram and, or send me a direct message, tag me in a screenshot of you listening to this episode, I wanna hear from you. What are your comments? What's your opinion? Let's, let's start a discussion around this matter. And hey, look, make sure you go watch that YouTube video. I'll put the link to the YouTube video in the show notes. I want you to share that video with every single person you know in this profession because this needs to be heard by every single person. So look, I'm not trying to freak you out. I'm sure that the majority, if not all of these companies will take the necessary actions to mitigate and handle these issues, but rest assured, the FTC has taken a step, right? So they're going to have a much closer look on what we're doing. So this is the reason why we really have to start stepping up as a community. So that's my message to you today, everybody. I hope you got some value. I hope I did at least a small part in trying to help ease some of the uncertainty and fear and confusion for you around this area. And hey, look, if you got any questions and you would like me to go deeper on any of these other issues in a future episode, just reach out to me and let me know. I'm happy to do that to help. So have a great day, everybody. I will see you soon on the next episode. Take care.